Welcome to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Casso, travel and brand photographer and the founder of Caitlin Casso Creations, where I share other women's stories through my photographs and now this podcast. Inspired by Her Story is a podcast dedicated to inspiring, motivating, encouraging, and empowering women to get out of their comfort zones and follow their dreams. Whether it's owning their own business, experiencing something new, or making a major life change, I want to encourage other women to follow their dreams and live their lives to the fullest. Throughout this podcast, I will be sharing my own stories and those of inspirational women with hopes to let souls connect and adventures to unwind. Follow along as I take you with me during my travels, experiences, and encounters with these amazing women. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast but don't know where to begin? Do you feel like you have a message you want to share with the world and want to show up professionally? Well, I have just the thing for you. I recently launched my How to Create a Podcast course where you can learn everything from creating podcasts and episode topics, naming a podcast and its episodes, recording, editing, and uploading and distributing, as well as two bonus topics of marketing a podcast and finding guests. Whoa, literally, this is everything I wish I had before I started a podcast. That's why I decided to create this course so I could give others, like yourself, the opportunity to learn everything you need to know about starting a podcast all in one place. Long gone are the days of searching through a million articles in order to launch your podcast. I'll take you behind the scenes so you can see everything I do each week while putting my Inspired by Her Story podcast together. So click the link in the show notes or go to CaitlinCasso.com and click on courses to find out more. Today on Inspired by Her Story is Prati Kaufman. Prati is a leading global marketing energy coach based out of West Hartford, Connecticut. She partners with entrepreneurs to scale their businesses with laser focus, integrated marketing. She has a best in class digital marketing agency to provide small business owners and entrepreneurs with the right digital marketing tools, resources, and initiatives to build their brand, reach more customers, and meet the business goals. She is also a certified master practitioner of Energy Leadership Index Assessment, which is a -a one-of-a-kind assessment that breaks down the basic elements of human beliefs, values, and action into seven core levels of energy. During this episode, Prati talks more about her journey from meeting her husband in a chat room to moving to the United States. Then I, there, somehow I happened to meet my husband who is from Texas and we started to chat in a Yahoo chat room. And then we kind of met two days after he proposed, a week after we were married and then two months after, no, 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 a week after I said yes and we got engaged and then two months after we got married and I moved to US. So I've been here since then, worked with big corporations, and then decided to quit my job and you know start my own entrepreneurial journey because I just needed something bigger than what corporate world was giving me at that moment. How mindset is the key to everything. But the, the, the fact is the mindset was powerful. I grew up believing that I could do anything I wanted. So there was never uh, never this, this question that you, oh, you're a girl and you shouldn't be doing this or that or or, you know, it was always like, I want to do this. And the answer was try it out. You'll know if it's for you. 
and how she helps her clients while combining marketing and energy work. What attracted me, I always believed in energy, but I didn't have the language to describe what it is. Mm-hmm. And it talks about humans as an energy. We are just energetic beings and we have like these seven levels of energy. And it says we are moving in and out of it, correct? Like whatever. So it is only energy, you can change it if you don't like it. But it doesn't put you in any category. It doesn't say, this is your label and you have to stay here now. This is it for you. Or you're this person or that person. They're saying you're just energetic being. Let's hear more about her journey. Welcome to the podcast, Prati. Thank you. I'm excited to be on it. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. When I first met you, you have such an amazing story and journey as to how you got to where you are today. And I am so excited to dig even more into it. You actually even sent me an article beforehand for me to even read more of your story. So I'm excited to even link that to the podcast episode too, so people could see it themselves as well. But between reading that article and talking to you, I am so excited to dig in more on your journey and how you got to where you are today. So if you would like to just start off first with sharing with everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yes, guys, I am Prati Kaufman and I'm a marketing energy coach. Now, what does that mean? You know, marketing energy. So what I really do is um, when I'm working with entrepreneurs, I really get to a place where whatever we are doing together and to grow the business is in full alignment with who they are and where they want to go. So often we think we want one thing, but in reality, we are lo- looking for something else. So it's really getting that action and thoughts and you know, hold, you're holding a line, then the results are quicker and a lot bigger. So that's what I do. So I, I partner with you know, entrepreneurs to generate six figures and beyond with integrated marketing. I love that, especially because when you create your own business, you know, I feel like one of the most important things is to feel aligned with your business. You know, it's not like you're working for somebody else and you just have to be like, okay, well, you know, let me really try to like what it is that I do or really like the business that I work for. But when you're building your own business, it's so important to feel fully aligned. Otherwise you're not putting your best self out there and making your business the best that it could be also. Totally right about that. Yes. Yeah. Alignment is everything. The mindset piece in entrepreneurship it takes some way bigger role than all the strategies and the tactical tactical things put together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now, before I mentioned a little bit about um, how excited I am to talk more about your journey, um, so I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your journey and how it is that you did get to where you are today. It's, 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 a, it's a long journey, but I'm trying to try to summarize it. So I grew up in India in a very small town. And when I tell the stories that how we didn't, we would get water once every four days, you know, I, my mother's side was farmers. We would go and collect cow dung and use it as a fuel. We would use the, 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 the sand to, you know, clean our utensils because we didn't have water to wash it and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but the, the, the fact is the mindset was powerful. I grew up believing that I could do anything I wanted. So there was never uh, never this, this question that you, oh, you're a girl and you shouldn't be doing this or that. Or, or you know, it was always like, I want to do this. And the answer was try it out. You'll know if it's for you. So 
when I decided to learn English, you know, in college and go to an English medium instead of going to Hindi medium and put in the work, basically nobody ever told me I can't do it. So I never thought that I can't do it. I just did what I wanted, followed my heart. And through that journey, I landed up in Dubai at some point, literally with $100 and 15 days to get a job. And I did survive and lived there for 15 years. And then I there somehow I happened to meet my husband who is in, from Texas and we started to chat in a Yahoo chat room and then we kind of met two days after he proposed a week after we were married and then two months after no, 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 a week after I said yes and we got engaged and now two months after we got married and I moved to US so I've been here since then worked with big corporations and then decided to quit my job and you know start my own entrepreneurial journey because I just needed something bigger than what corporate world was giving me at that moment. So that's in a nutshell. Yeah, I love it. And I'd love to touch base on the fact of where you started with your mindset. So do you feel like you, because you said that, um, you know, people didn't tell you otherwise, like you couldn't do something. So do you feel like you had a very supportive family in that sense? And that helped you kind of be able to have that mindset? Or did you just be able to find it on your own? Oh, no, I think support system is everything. And when we are child, with, you know, as children, we really pay attention to what our orders are telling us, uh, you know, the society and all. So I think it was my father and my mother who was kind of like, yeah, go ahead and do it. We were not treated just because we were girls in a small community where I grew up. It was common to just go graduate, have children, get married, you know, take care of the household where we heard like, no, you're going to be independent. You're going to do your thing. Like you decide whoever you want to be. And there was always that freedom of thought, not so much of doing. Life was disciplined, but there was a lot of freedom to think and believe that we can be anything so yes it was it was a gift i i i would say to be born in that family Definitely. I love that. Support is definitely key. And even as you continue throughout life, it's so important to continue having that support from significant others or friends and family, because you're always going to be making big decisions, right? Like whether it's leaving your corporate job and starting your own business or even, you know, having children or anything in life, it's so important to have that support because it makes you feel like inside you're like, okay, all right. So it makes sense that I want to do this. (laughs) You know, it makes you feel a little bit better inside whenever you're trying to make these big decisions and it keeps pushing you forward as well. Totally. I think one of the best thing about having support is you're not afraid to make mistakes because you know that somebody's got your back. So most of the time we don't, we can't do this because we're afraid to fail, but the support system, I think, I was okay. Like if I fail, I know that I have somebody who, you know, I fall back on. So that was, I think, again, another thing which made me take a lot of chances because I wasn't afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. I love how you brought that up because it's very true. And now I also would love to chat about how you met your husband too. So you touched on it a little bit about the fact that you actually met in a chat room. And then he came and visited you. So now this is actually the article that I read was about your love story, which I find so cool because there's so many details to it. 
Um, and so when you first met, I'd love to hear, you know, the fact that first of all, you met in a chat room and then when you're meeting in person, how did you feel when you were going to meet him for the first time? Was it like nerve wracking? Was it something maybe outside of your comfort zone or anything like that? Um, not out of my comfort zone because I'm so used to meeting, you know, traveling around, talking to strangers, but just because we did meet in chat room, you know, the, I, you, you don't know what the reality would be because it was mostly just chatting, right? I'm talking about the time when we didn't have web cameras. It was literally writing letters and calling and not seeing each other face to face ever. Maybe I saw it a couple of times, but it was not a common thing. So, you know, in a way I was seeing him for the first time, what he looks like. And I, I remember he, he came to this hotel and I was, I happened to be a teenager sitting that day. So I was, you know, going to a concert and I saw him and I'm like, oh my God, he's so American. Because I was so used to these like gorgeous, tall, handsome guys who dress to kill. And here he was like in his sweatpants because he just came off the flight, you know, in his t-shirt. Um, I never traveled in sweatpants. So I didn't know what it, what it is to be traveling in sweatpants. So, <laughs> so that was a shock. But the thought was very clear at that moment that I'm going to end up marrying him. There, there was no doubt about it when I saw him for the first time. It wasn't like I love him, but I, oh, oh God, I got it. Like he is the one. That's it. Oh, oh my God, that's so awesome. I love that. When I was reading your story, your love story, I was instantly thinking, I was like, I feel like this should be a book or a movie. Like it was, I just love all of the details. And it reminds me almost of like, a Nicholas Sparks book or something where you're like, what you like felt you like knew that you wanted to marry him from the moment that you saw him. That is so awesome. I love it. And I find it so amazing because you guys also, it wasn't very like an easy way to start a relationship either. You know, it's not like you even lived in the same country. Um, your husband um, was also in the military as well. So moving around a lot too. So how do you feel like, you were able to even, you know, get through all of these moments that weren't so, you know, routine or, you know, moving to different countries and even to different states because you originally started in Texas where your husband's from and now you're in Connecticut. So how do you feel like you were able to get through all of these situations that maybe wouldn't be as easy for everybody to be able to get through? I think just believing that everything is temporary. Like I still remember coming to Texas and he was still in a boot camp. So I stayed with his family. Now his family is not vegetarian. They do not like, they had no idea where I come from, what my values are. So I had a tough time because I didn't drive. We didn't have a lot of money at that moment because he just was in a boot camp. And also, even if you have money, I didn't know how to drive. I didn't know how to navigate the roads. I was dependent on people. Mm. You know, I, they did. They, they made vegetarian beans they put bacon fat in it like yeah. they didn't know not because right. anything it's just a different cultural so um so it, it was quite a bit of work uh, and then moving to connecticut we you know I, I i never tell that to anyone but i was pregnant during that time i got pregnant right after you know and then by the time we came to Connecticut and I had a miscarriage and I was all alone. And I remember just sitting in graveyard. I had no friends, nothing. I didn't drive, nothing. And the, the nearest place I could go was a graveyard near to my house where I could walk and sit. And I would just sit there 
And that, was it easy? No. But I also knew that everything is temporary. Like it's it, it will pass. It's just the time. I just need to hold on. And having that mindset, I think, you know, if not focusing so much on the problem, like, okay, what is it I can do? So, okay, I need to learn driving. Let's go for that. Okay. I need to get a job. Let's start looking. So it's always like, what is it I can do from a solution perspective rather than just think, oh my God, poor me. Like it's not going to help me. Mm -hmm, Definitely. That makes so much sense because rather than just almost sitting around and moping, right. And just being like, oh man, this really stinks. Uh, What like, I guess I'm just going to have to deal with it instead of thinking that way. It's like, okay, well, what can I do to make this situation better? What can I do to make it feel more comfortable? What are the next steps for me to take? And then gradually from there, you know, all of a sudden you're now starting a new routine or you're starting new, maybe even traditions between your family as well. So you're making solutions rather than only looking at problems and just thinking, poor me, what, what else am I to do right now? Exactly. And again, like my father had lost his leg when he was 18 years old. So he never had a leg. So I think I grew up again with a very strong person who could ride a bicycle, who could, you know, carry buckets of water, you know, he never let handicap define him in any way, you know, and that was a time again, he had a heavy leg, artificial, and he would do the things, but I never saw him say, poor me, you know, you do the best you can, and he always was way more than any, you know, any man put together, so I think those were the moments I'll remember him, and I'm like, if he could do it, like, what am I complaining? I'm like fully functioning human being, and he did all that, in life with just one leg. So like, stop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What an inspiration, right? To have for your whole life to look to. That is awesome. And now I'd love to talk a little bit more also about your business as well. So now that you're in Connecticut and you started your own marketing consulting uh, business too, I'd love to hear more about, you know, what made you decide to start your own business? Because I know that you were working in corporate marketing for a while as well. So do you feel like you kind of always knew that you wanted to start your own business one day, or would you say it was something that might've been a little outside of your comfort zone when you decided to take the step totally no I never thought that I would start my business I was always like get a nine-to-five job right make the money do the thing Um, I I think there was a restlessness at some point in my life you know and I just remember standing in this cubicle and saying that is it truly I want for the rest of my life what are my dreams and I had no idea what my dreams but I just knew that that's not the way I want to continue so Mm -hmm. I talked to my husband and I said, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll do coaching. Maybe I'll do something, but I cannot continue this way. And he said, okay, fine. Then quit, right? Like we'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I gave my notice in 15 days. I was out. I had no idea what I was do- like planning to do. So I took a year's break to kind of just sit and I was dabbling in business. I knew marketing, I have 20 some years of experience. So it was easy to go in that field and mindset and energy is something I've always lived with. Like, as you can see, my life has always been about that. Mm-hmm. Really working, you know, how your thoughts are more, way more powerful than anything in life. So I'm like, I see the entrepreneurs, but you know, if you don't believe in it, so I kind of started to combine those two. So yeah, it was not an easy decision, but again, when you know what feels right, then I think you just have to, maybe I never worry about 
how things will work out. I just know things will work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's funny that you say that because thinking about it, when I decided to take my business full time too, I remember being like, I don't know how this is going to work out or what's going to happen, but I know that this is what I really want to do. So I'll figure it out as I go along. You know, it's like, as long as you know what it is that makes you really happy and, or sometimes it's even what doesn't make you happy. Cause then it keeps you away from doing that. <laughs> like if you realize you're in your corporate job and you're like, oh, you know, this just doesn't feel right. I just feel like there's more out there. There's more happiness for me to feel then that just even itself helps you realize, you know, maybe the next steps that you need to take and that could be just leaving it, but the rest will all work out, right? You're going to be able to figure it out. The rest will come to you. Um, and that's something that I, especially my first year in my business, I lived by, I even actually wore a ring, um, that I just remembered about today. And I was like, where is it? I need to start wearing it again. Um, but it has like ocean waves. And to me, that was about going with the flow, you know, because I realized I was just like, there was so many times that I was forcing things feeling like, oh, you know, I'm supposed to be in a corporate job. I'm supposed to, you know, I, I got my degree in marketing. I had internships in marketing. I've been working in marketing. Like this is what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. But things weren't feeling right. You know, there was something within my job that was just like this. It doesn't feel right. I know there's more out there. And so once I finally kind of created this motto of go with the flow and I was wearing that ring, it would just kind of remind me often that like, okay, I'll figure it out. You know, you just got to go with it. How is it that I'm feeling? What makes me happy? Just go with the flow. (laughs) Yes. And you're you're right. Like you, you said something really beautiful. Sometimes you have to get something which you don't want in order to know what you want. So like I always say, don't be quick to condemn anything or say, oh, this was not right because everything is right in that mm-hmm. moment, because even if it's bringing you clarity, I mean, what a, what a valuable lesson we learn, right? Like, okay, I know now exactly what I want because I got something which I hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I exactly. Like. Yeah, could yeah. because sometimes you think like for so long, like, oh, you're working towards a goal and you're like, this is what I want. I know I want it, I know I want it. And then once you have it, it's nothing like you expected you also have to realize like you can accept that, that it wasn't what you expected and that maybe it's not what you want anymore. Now that you tried it, now that you're in that position and you're like, nope, totally, totally not what I expected. And it's all about accepting that too. Exactly. And that's was one of the reasons I did the energy leadership index assessment. I got certified mm-hmm. and it's from the IPEC coaching. And it's really what attracted me, I always believed in energy, but I didn't have the language to describe what it is. Mm-hmm. And it talks about humans as an energy. We are just energetic beings. And we have like these seven levels of energy. And it says we are moving in and out of it, correct? Like whatever. So it is only energy. You can change it if you don't like it. But it doesn't put you in any category. It doesn't say this is your label and you have to stay here now. This is it for you or you're this person or that person, they're saying you're just energetic being. You decide which, what energy you want to be dominated by because you're going to have all the energy. You just have to choose which one you want to live the most in. Mm. 
Yeah, I love that. And thank you for explaining that too. I also was curious um, how you do combine the two, you know, being a marketing consultant for someone, but then also including this energy coaching as well. So how, like, would you be able to give an example of maybe how you combine the two when working with a client? Yes, so I'll give you an example. Let's say one of my clients was came to me, you know, we started to do the marketing and it was really deep in, deep, deep dive. And um, I was like, she's like, I really want to do one-on-one coaching. Okay, fine. Then we started to dig deeper. And by the end of it, like a month, one month in, and we realized what she, her vision of life is and the business is one-on-one coaching shouldn't be happening. She should needs to focus on other things like the group coaching and create it. So that is one thing we think about something we think, but we are not energetically aligned. And that's why things are not happening. They're not moving fast enough. Mm. So that is one example. Another example for the energy is one of my clients have been writing two months. We were stuck on her story, you know, going and going. And then one day I'm like, I call and I say, okay, what is it you're hiding? Like that was literally like my, my words, like, what is it you're not telling? And then finally she said it, you know, I said, again, till you really come to terms with it and you start to talk about it, not in a way which is putting people down, but in a way which is empowering others. I said, you will get, no, you're stuck where you are. Mm-hmm. Again, that one thing, because when you're high, you're not in alignment, your business suffers, your life suffers. So I said, get, get okay with it. Like life moves on. So those are some of the examples where I know the energy is not fully aligned with what they're saying and there's more to it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's awesome. And do you find yourself to even helping client? I feel like thinking in terms of marketing, a lot of the times people feel like they should be doing everything and anything relating to marketing for their business, you know, being on every single social media platform, doing everything from blogging every day to vlogging and, you know, having newsletters and this and that being all over the place while also trying to actually do what they do. (laughs) So do you find yourself also even helping people? um, Maybe I want to say like break through that and realize that they don't need to be on every platform or be doing every piece of marketing, but maybe something that feels more aligned with themselves and their business instead of feeling like they need to do it all. Great question. And I'm going to ask you a question for that. So because it feels like you know what you're talking about. So tell me, what social media channels are you on right now? So I am on Instagram, especially because I'm a brand photographer. So to showcase my work, um, Facebook, and then honestly, that's it. And then the podcast. So those are the two main social media platforms that I'm on. Perfect. How do you feel about using them? Great. (laughs) I have to say, I feel, especially um, Instagram is a big one for me because of being able to showcase my work as a brand photographer. Everything's very visual on Instagram. So I feel a lot more connected to it. Facebook, I'd have to say for myself, um, I especially use for networking with people. So Facebook, it's almost like they have two different purposes where Instagram, it's like more showing my work, my, my product services and everything. And then Facebook is more of when I meet people in networking groups or even the podcast and things like that, it's staying connected to them more on Facebook. It's almost like a LinkedIn for me. 
Perfect. So this is what I'm saying. Like most entrepreneurs think they have to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one of my thing is manage energy, not time. Mm-hmm. Correct? Website. Let's say website, for an example, besides social media, you know, we spend hours on it. But website, so many of us want to save the $30 or $50, which you can pay in an hour and save five hours of your time. Because it literally takes five hours for somebody who's not tax savvy to do the same thing, what a guy, an expert will do in an hour. Mm-hmm. That $50, how much of, I think, energy draining there is? Like, it's crazy. So yeah. I do really work with that. I am a strong believer that you don't need to be on all media till you can hire people. So focus is only on one thing, making money in business. To me, I would rather have make, spend my time making money and then hiring the right team to do the work then doing all the work at myself and spinning there for years to come. Mm-hmm. So yes, choose your social media, right? I am personally on Instagram and LinkedIn. Like literally those two are my thing. And I've just added Pinterest, but I have no idea what's going on in my Pinterest because my team is managing it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. She takes things from Instagram. I've got enough content. She repurposes it. She tells me, she sends me the report. Sometimes she'll ask me to create something specific. I will do it. But I... I don't think I've logged into Pinterest in a long time, but I know she was saying, oh, the, your views are going up. And I'm like, okay, great. Good job. Continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It makes such a difference once you can start, whether it's having a team or even outsourcing certain work for certain things that you feel like are draining you energetically. And I know for myself, <laughs> For me, it would be more to deal with, you know, accounting and financing and all of that part of my business being more on the creative side. Those things drain me whenever I I'll have conversations with people after I'm like doing things for my taxes or anything like that. And afterwards, I'm just like. I can't talk to anybody. Like I just feel so down and like drained from having to do that versus after I do a podcast recording with somebody, I feel energetic and excited and like ready to like rock the rest of the day. So it is super important to realize, you know, how it is that you feel after doing certain things. And maybe you could then ask for help when it comes to those things that really take the energy away from you. Exactly. People say, oh, but I can't afford it. All right. Here's the thing. A lot of clients come, write your copy, hire an editor. Editor is a lot cheaper. They'll probably do the work in $150, which a copywriter would charge $1,000. Mm-hmm. So again, this get innovative. Get, okay, if, if you can't outsource experts in work, then is it something, can you hire a housekeeper at home? $150 a month, but it will take, you know, give you maybe eight hours back or 10 hours back. Mm-hmm. So really get like solution focus again. Don't say, oh, I can't do this. Okay, what is the ways I can make this happen? What is it the little thing I can do which will create a little bit of more ease in my life, a little bit more ease, the more ease you have, oh my God, then that's where the magic I really believe happens. Mm -hmm, Exactly, because that's the thing. You could just start small, right? You don't need to go crazy and hire somebody that's going to revamp everything that you're doing. And, you know, you could start small and gain that extra time back, which then could also help you make more money now. And then you could gradually keep adding on to the things that you're getting help with too. Exactly. I mean, this is this is the biggest lesson. Do not manage time, manage your energy. Like you say, when you have to do some draining energy, like when you're, you're drained, then I block some time to take care of yourself, go, but nourish you at that moment. 
so that you can get your energy back before diving into. Most of the time when we are drained, we want to do more because it feels like doing more would help us. No, that's the when you have to stop and really kind of fill your cup back, like that's mm-hmm. it, and then move on. Exactly, exactly. And did I also see somewhere too that you also teach yoga as well? Oh, yes, yes. I've been, I, so that's, that's one of the things. I always forget that because I do yoga literally because I love yoga. And yoga was one of the things I did when I moved to Connecticut for the first time. And that's where I found my tribe, right? I found my people. I found my community. It grounded me having no one. I think yoga really helped me stay in, in, in a zone and not go in a depression, not go into like, it, it kept me going. So I'm a big fan of yoga and I did train. I, I have, I've trained extensively when I had my son because I quit my job at that moment again. Mm-hmm. Then I got back to the corporate world. But when I did have my son, I quit my job and then I trained as a teacher and got back to it. So yeah, it's a fun thing. You, you can actually see my some of the yoga stuff on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought I saw that there too. So that, yeah. that's awesome. I love yoga. And I feel like it definitely, you know, also relates to the mindset of things as well. I feel like yoga really helps you um, for people who might not know where to begin. You know, I feel like the yoga lifestyle or even just the yoga practice can help people kind of change their mindset a little bit too. So I always find like it's a great place to start. It's very scientific. It is. And I think the main thing is, is you're combining your breath with the movement. There's no other exercise which is doing that. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, some of them which come close is, you know, tai, the, 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 Tai Chai? What is it? Chai tea? No. Oh, um, oh I know what you're saying, but yeah. why can't no, I think of it? The movement-based thing, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and chai then, tea, yeah. Chai tea, yeah. And then a little bit of like martial art. You have to focus. So if you're like doing sparring, you are totally in that person, like moving. So anything where your mind can focus fully, mm-hmm. where you can't talk, right? You know, you're not running on a treadmill and talking on a phone and watching TV. Anything that you have to focus, I think is great for the mind. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yesterday, um, so I was just telling you before we hopped on the podcast recording about how I just moved last week, which moving, man, it really drains you. Um, and so yesterday morning was the first time after moving that I decided to do some yoga, <clears throat> excuse me, in the morning before starting my day. And I felt like so much better inside. Once I did that yoga practice, I just felt, first of all, my body felt better because I was definitely sore in different areas from moving. Uh, But even just, you know, it relieved stress as well, because I was feeling this stress from moving and like feeling like I had to have everything in order and like set up my office and have the kitchen set up and this and that. And so finally, when I decided to just take some time and focus on me and do my yoga practice, I was like, oh my God, I feel like a new person again. So it definitely helps in any sort of situation, you know, whether you're stressed with work, stressed with personal life, or you have, you're busy and you have a lot of things going on. Sometimes we don't take the time to sit back and be with our thoughts and we're too occupied with everything else. So we need to be able to take that time and set it aside and be with our thoughts and also even just being able to have, you know, those movements of yoga and being able to focus on that, I think is really helpful too. 
No, true. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the practice of yoga. There's something about it which just, it's just calming inside. Um, mm -hmm. And if I don't have time, I'll go in five minutes and just kind of do some five sun salutations and you're, you're set. You're, you're good for the day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It sets you up. <laughs> we'll be back with our guest in just a minute. But first, let's hear a quick message from our sponsors. Are you a business owner who's having a hard time attracting your ideal clients? Are you feeling overwhelmed and have no idea where to start when it comes to marketing? Are you tired of taking photos for your business with your cell phone? That's why I put together my brand strategy and photography program. This is for entrepreneurs who are ready to take their brands to the next level while attracting their sole clients. That's right, your sole clients. As a marketer and photographer, I help my clients find clarity within their brand, create strategic messaging, and help them represent their brands in the best light possible. This 12-week program does not just help you build your dream brand, but it also provides you with a whole collection of photos to support your marketing. So what are you waiting for? Let me help you feel confident in yourself and your brand. Head over to CaitlinCasso.com or send me an email at hello at CaitlinCasso.com and we'll get you started. And now back to the episode. And now I'd love to also hear, because I love being able to give pieces of advice during this episode as well. So if you were to look back on when you first started your business, what kind of advice would you give yourself? Honestly, I wouldn't change a thing because I really believe that it is a journey and you're going to get there. The only advice I give to people is take action. Like don't overthink things. But if overthinking is part of your journey, then then so be it, right? Like it's really hard for me to say, you know, this is the right way or wrong way because I truly, truly believe that everything has its place and our journey, we're all going to get there at some point. But mm -hmm. if there were one thing I would do more of in my life, like more and more of, that would be take action, 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 rather than stay in limbo. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. And it's so true. And that's why I love, you know, making these episodes all about your journey, you know, where you started, where you're now and, and where you see yourself going as well, because it is a journey and everybody has different journeys. And I love the fact that you said that because rather than looking back and almost, because sometimes you could think of it in a way of like, oh, like, do I regret that or something? But there's no need to have regrets because I always live by the saying of everything happens for a reason, you know, so no matter what it is, um, you will still get to where it is that you are meant to go. And so I love that you mentioned that. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of the, what energy does for you, thoughts are powerful. Uh, I just want to share, and I realized it recently only, like how energy functions. Um, so I, as I mentioned, I grew up in a Hindi medium. When I went to Hindi medium, I didn't know English at all. So my way of learning English was from reading books. Mm. So I would read like comic books. And one of the books I love was Archie's. Oh, okay. So Archie's, 
you know, based out of new, like I didn't know where that at that moment, like imagine a little girl in a little town had no idea there's a world exists. It seemed like a fantasy land, like a dreamland. Wow, it snows, like people play. And, you know, can life continued, correct? Mm-hmm. And then I started reading romance novels and I would read about cowboys a lot. I love Western romance. I still read them a lot, okay? There was something about Western romance. So I, I would like, how cool it would be to meet a cowboy, like how cool, I had no idea where Texas is, like nothing, correct? Mm-hmm. And look at my journey. Somehow I landed up in Dubai, somehow I landed up meeting a guy from Texas who moved to New England where the Archies is set up, like the whole scenario. And I live in this small town where I have like mom and pop shop and little like exact, like the green, town green you have. And you have frozen lakes where you go skating. So thoughts are powerful. We are creating our reality nonstop. So that's why I really believe my marketing, you know, what, what makes my marketing so powerful is I really tap into that energetic part. Mm-hmm. And then if you align, oh my God, like I'm, I'm telling you, like I, I look at it, I'm like, is it a dream? Like, am I living a dream every single day? How did this happen even? Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so cool because then, you know, as a little girl, you have no idea where your life is going to go at all, but to see that it actually turned out into everything that you were like drawn to or books that you were reading, that is so awesome. And so I love that you brought that in there as well, because it really does go to show that your thoughts are powerful. And I keep seeing and hearing that more and more lately. And, you know, that's something that I try to focus on too, because it's so easy to, you know, whether it's, something difficult difficult that you're going through, or maybe you start to have some fear inside of you about something that's going on or your future, then you start to kind of dwell on that a little bit more, or you're kind of making things now happen because of those thoughts that you're having versus, you know, whether it's positive thoughts or, you know, thinking about things that you want in your future, or you want, even if it's a couple days from now, to be able to start receiving those because you start putting it out there as well. So I love, oh my God, that is so awesome how that has happened to you. Like you married a cowboy, like the the men that you were <laughs> reading about in your books. Exactly. You know, I mean, life is, and that's exactly, I think negative, positive, the so-called the not so right things are also leading you towards where you really want to be in life. But sometimes I feel like universe have to teach you the same lesson hundred times before you're like, oh shit, like, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. I know it's so true. Or even sometimes I think about the fact of how um, other people will give me advice or say something to me, but sometimes I really have to come to that conclusion before I actually listen to it. <laughs> that's, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I really believe that that's how, you know, at the end of the day, it is your journey. And unless you are fully aligned, like don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Uh, I'm glad you follow that. Like you, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. Just then, do what others are saying. Yeah. And that means that was the right time for it to happen. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. And now I'd love to also hear to even like, you know, finish the journey 
for you as well. Um, where do you see yourself going from here? Like, do you have any sort of future plans, whether it's in your business or your personal life or anything like that, that you're looking forward to? But I've got huge plans. The, the, the only thing I have like huge, huge dreams. So from the, since I was a child, I've been about children. Like I love children and I want to do something for them. So I used to think, you know, I wanted to start my orphanage in India at some point. But what I'm realizing is my intentions are children. Mm. So the way I can get to empower children of the generations after generation is through women. So now I think my, my next step would be to start an angel investing company where I want to kind of get to a place where I can invest in women and not just invest, but also give them a, like a year of marketing support, mm. like really set their business up for success. So I think that is the best way for me to achieve, realize my dream of doing something for children. I never knew what is it, what is that something, but I think I'm getting it now, but I'm not sure actually it could change tomorrow, but this is what it feels like today to me that there has to be a way to get there and, and, and do it in a way which is right in alignment with, you know, my values. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. And actually, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because right now I'm actually in the process of putting together a presentation in regards to branding. And so, as you mentioned that, it just makes me think of the fact that, you know, as long as you have that core idea, right? The fact that you want something to go back to children. And it's like, as long as you have that idea and that vision, um, cause I'm talking to brand vision, um, then, you know, you're able to take those steps to get there. So you might not know what the end result is, but as long as you have that main idea of what it is that you want to do or who you want to help, um, then you know that one day it's just going to click, you know, something's just going to feel aligned and you're going to say, okay, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do. Or maybe certain people start coming to you where they can help you reach that as well, or even giving you ideas or inspiration. So just having that main vision, I think is so helpful because then, you know, as time goes on, you will get there. Totally. And you are the brand person. I really believe I am my own brand. Mm -hmm. So having those like clear values and like you think, you know, your brand idea or a vision, then things just will all come in place. You're so right about that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, I love that. And I love hearing what people have planned for the future too, because it's so exciting to see how, you know, from the very beginning of someone's journey until like even thinking about what it is that you want to do in the future. I just love being able to see that because I feel like it's so inspiring to people, you know, seeing where somebody started and then how far they want to go as well. And of course there's obviously years from now, you're going to have even more ideas and more things that you want to do, but it's so inspiring. And it's so awesome to be able to see all these creative ideas people have too. Yeah. I, get it. Like, I, I think I've got 10 things I want to achieve very soon. So I don't want to go into all that, but the big idea is that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love it. That's what happens when you're a creative person. <laughs> That's helpful. Totally. <laughs> And so now, as you know, of course, a big theme of this podcast is about getting out of your comfort zone. So everybody is constantly getting out of their comfort zones in different ways, whether it's something small or large of a situation. So no matter what is happening in life, um, how do you typically get yourself out of your comfort zone? I never, uh, I'm ne I don't like comfort. So I don't stay in it. So for me, if 
the time I feel comfortable, I find ways to get out of it because to me, that's the death of my growth. Mm. At least to me, I like having ease, not no comfort. Mm. So from the beginning, you know, and that was a lesson my sister taught me that if you are comfortable, do something to get out of it right away. Like this is it, like make sure you get out of, you make yourself uncomfortable on your own terms rather than somebody else making you uncomfortable. Mm. So that's, that's the thing I do. So anytime I start to feel like kind of okay with things. So like, like recently, I love my work at the moment. Right? So I'm like working long hours and I enjoy it and I don't want to take a break. So I forced myself to take a break. But there was a time when I would shut my work down. Like I didn't want to work after a certain time. And that was it. Like I was all about Zen-like stage and not working. And then, I, then there would be days when I would force myself to work. Sometimes I brush on my left hand just to make myself uncomfortable. I'll do it for a whole week and not use my right hand because that's comfortable. So why not just you do it to yourself rather than somebody else doing it to you? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And I like how you say that too, because I think that's also important to note is that, you know, getting out of your comfort zone doesn't mean somebody else is pushing you outside of your comfort zone. There's a there's boundaries also. Um, but for yourself, you know, when you realize that, you know, uh, things, they just feel like almost too normal, I guess, in a way too, you know, it's like, oh, I'm used to having this routine or, you know, like just going with the flow a little bit too much. You need to have something to almost kick you in the butt. (laughs) That's how I at least like to think of it. Sometimes you need a little shove to also continue expanding and growing because of that. Yeah, from the energy assessment I did, so lower level energy is always comfortable, right? You like to stay where you are. It's harder to break through. But the universe expansion only happens in randomness. And that is science. I'm not doing like literally scientifically physics says Universe does expansion in the randomness, not in the structure so much, like not in the comfort level when the things are just like there. So it's 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 the it's the law of the nature. We can't defy that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that made me think about how I love to travel. So I I like to travel as much as I can and go to different places, and it made me think about the fact of how every time I do travel. I feel like I grow so much through that too, because I'm, whether I'm learning new cultures or even just, you know, experiencing different environments and things like that, I feel like I'm growing. And there's definitely a lot of times where I feel uncomfortable in those situations because, you know, it's not home. Obviously, you know, your home always feels probably the most comfortable to you. So now going away for a certain period of time and living somewhere else and experiencing different things can be uncomfortable. But at the same time, I feel like I'm growing so much more and I come home almost a little bit more of a different person because of that. Yeah, and you have way more appreciation of others, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a disciplined person, one day you live without discipline. Now you understand what it takes to live without discipline for others. So it's always good to kind of explore the other side, which you are not used to. And I think that also makes you appreciate others and accept them way more without judgment than all the judgments we carry because we think our way is right way. Oh yeah, exactly. I love that. That's what I especially love about traveling to different countries because I feel like that's when you really especially experience that too, because they grow up 
living so differently than you do most likely. Um, and so I find that to be so eye opening, And I think that's so important for everybody to experience if they can. I agree with that. Traveling is my passion too. So we'll, next time we'll talk about travel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm always down to talk about traveling. <laughs> and now, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today that maybe we didn't get to? I think you covered. You, you, you're a good interviewer. I have to say that. Awesome. Really good. We pretty much covered everything. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. I love being able to, you know, share the whole journey as much as possible and more. <laughs> And so what I'd like to do to end the podcast is do a little bit of a, a segment called Fast Five, where I will ask you five questions and you can answer with either a word or a phrase that first comes to mind. Okay. And I, I tell you what, I did not prepare. I had no idea what questions are. Yep. Exactly. I know no idea what they are. So These are the like secret questions that nobody knows. <laughs> All right. So the first question is, what helps you find inner confidence? Myself. Yourself, is that what you said? Yep. Awesome. I love that. And what or who inspires you? Everyone. I think that I haven't met one person who has inspired me. Some inspire me more than others, but literally everyone has a powerful story which inspired me. Oh, I love that. That is such a great answer. And what is a hobby that you have outside of your business? Hiking and reading. Mm. Awesome. I, do you like reading nonfiction books or fiction books more? Both. But I tend to read more about, I, right now, I'm all about nonfiction. So I balance it out with reading romance novels. Mm -hmm. lighter ones are romance novels and the heavy are really heavy mm -hmm. I love that at, for a while I was reading a lot of nonfiction, and at one point I was like I think I need something new so I picked up a, a fiction book for the first time in a while and I was like oh it feels like a good break sometimes you know <laughs> yeah. get heavy these nonfiction ones mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> and now as a little kid what did you want to be when you grew up Literally, I had no idea what I wanted to be. I, had, I didn't know what I wanted to be till, I think, till about four, four or five years ago. Awesome. I love that. That is so cool. And now if you, so I love asking this question because of being a photographer. So it's a little bit harder. <laughs> if you could capture one specific moment that represents your life through photograph, what would it be? really just one moment huh one moment you, you want and you can I combine think, things like you can make your own photo if you want I know the very specific moment when when my kind of that thing of like who am I kind of started to that question started to the answer started to come to me okay so if I were to be, I it would be that moment when I was traveling, you know, going, let, let's say going in that ice cold. I don't know how the how the picture will will capture, but but just going into the ice cold, ice cold waterfall and just just for a moment and coming out, I think that would really be 
will summarize my life in, the, in that moment of that, just going with the flow and feeling interesting, doing everything, just, you know, just diving into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. That is such a great one, especially thinking about your journey and your life. Like, I think that makes complete sense. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you. I mean, this was, uh, that was a very difficult question though. <laughs> no problem. I always like to see what people come up with. <laughs> and I also want you to share too, where can people find you as well? You can, so on, on Instagram, I'm at Prati Kaufman, P-R-A-T-I-K-A-U-F-K-A-U-F-M-A-N. The same at LinkedIn is Prati Kaufman. Same on, um, what do you call it? Pinterest. See, I, mm-hmm. I forget Pinterest because I don't really manage uh-huh. my own Pinterest. It's just same stuff. And then also my website, www.pratikaufman.com. So everything Pratikaufman, you can literally find me. If you Google Pratikaufman, you can, you can find me somehow, somewhere. Awesome. That's what I always say for myself too. I'm like, I'm the only Caitlin Casso I know of. So when you Google me, you just have to put my name and you'll find everything. <laughs> This is great. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your story and your journey. And I'm so excited to share it with everybody else. You're welcome. And thank you so much for inviting me. And you're you're a really good interviewer. Like you're so calm and you get to the really heart of the, the, the question. So thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to come to your podcast. Of course. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening to the Inspired by Her Story podcast. I hope you found some inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and empowerment to get you out of your comfort zone and live your life to the fullest. Make sure to follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and follow the podcast at Inspired by Her Story on Instagram. Follow my brand photography on Instagram at Caitlin Casso Creations and come along with me during my travels at Caitlin Casso. Go ahead and share the podcast with a friend and take these stories with you to make the changes in your life that you've been looking for. Stay tuned for the next Inspired by Her Story episode.